Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Three days of prayer and fasting. They joined together and they visited every church they could find in Philadelphia in order to seek God's face and to hear His word proclaimed. Now, when they reconvened, many delegates later reported every unfriendly feeling had been expelled unity was restored prayer will bring unity prayer will be bring unity it says the decision making flowed without friction you're listening to rhema for today with ken and lynette hagan later in today's program i'll tell you about this month's special radio offer tomorrow is the last day Right now, let's join Lynette Hagen as she talks about praying for the nation. In the first meeting of the Provincial Congress in 1774, for example, the Founding Fathers met for more than three hours in earnest prayer for their nation, for the nation and their deliberations before they began their planning. You can't even get Christians to pray for three hours. You do good sometimes for three minutes. Three hours they met in earnest prayer. No wonder our Constitution has stood for these many years. George Washington, John Andrews, Patrick Henry, and many other well-known leaders knelt before the Lord, seeking his blessings on America. After reminding them of the power of prayer that they had experienced during the meetings of the Provincial Congress, Ben Franklin went on to call the delegates to the Constitutional Convention in intercession. Wow. Ben Franklin stated this, in the beginning of the contest with Great Britain, when we were sensible of danger, we had daily prayer in this room for divine protection. Our prayers, sir, were graciously heard and they were graciously answered. And have we now forgotten this powerful friend? Or do you imagine that we no longer need his assistance? I've lived, sir, a long time. And the longer I live, the more convincing proofs I see of this truth that God governs in the affairs of men. That's what Ben Franklin said, and he went on to say, if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, is it probable that an empire can rise without his aid? We've been assured in the sacred writings that unless the Lord build the house, they labor in vain who build it. I firmly believe this, and I also believe that without his concurring aid, we shall succeed in this political building no better than the builders of Babel. I therefore beg leave to move that henceforth prayers imploring the assistance of heaven and its blessing on our deliberations be held in this assembly every morning before we proceed to business. Now, as a result of Franklin's affirmation of the power of prayer and the Constitutional Convention, there were several things that happened. First of all, the entire assembly of delegates participated, listen to this, participated in three days of prayer and fasting. Three days of prayer and fasting. They joined together and they visited every church. 
they could find in Philadelphia in order to seek God's face and to hear his word proclaimed. Now, when they reconvened, many delegates later reported every unfriendly feeling had been expelled, unity was restored. Prayer will bring unity. Prayer will be, bring unity. It says the decision-making flowed without friction. I mean, you think in, in our own life, you know what? Uh, we, we're dealing with things, and, and I mean, how many times have you heard people say, and I've said it and past myself, well, you know, I finally had to resort to prayer. You heard people say that? Well, if they'd prayed first, they, you know, things wouldn't have happened as they did. It says the decision-making after prayer, the decision-making flowed without friction. It was a dramatic turning point for the development of our nation, and the U.S. Constitution was born. Also, as a result of Franklin's call to prayer, chaplains were established in the House of Representatives and the Senate to ensure that God's blessings would be invoked before all of their meetings. You know, I wonder what would happen now if our congressman participated in three days of prayer and fasting. And yet... There have been congressmen, women, what I mean, I'm using men as a neutral gender. But anyway, I, I don't know for sure, but I would assume that some of them don't even believe in God. And yet, we have failed as a Christian to do what's necessary for the right people to be in office. And so, as I was praying, the Lord just, oh my goodness. It was an urgency as uh, a real strong urgency. That if we as Christians did not bind together and to begin praying for our nation and for the things that were coming in our nation, the election, as well as other things that, are, that have been coming. That it was going to be horrible. Horrible. The wrong choices were going to be made and we were going to suffer the consequences. And so, as I begin to think about that, and honestly, first of all, you know, it's like fear would want to grip your heart. Oh, God, you know, uh, yeah, I, we're just a few people. I know I can gather our church together, but, you know, we need, we need a bigger army than that to pray what needs to be prayed. And he said, I'm, I'm gathering you an army up. They've come home. And their influence and prayer can reach all around the world. And for those of you in other nations, it is very, you may not be in a 
critical year this year, but I'm telling you what, there will be years that are critical. And so this is giving you instructions for the years to come if this is not a critical year for you, if this is not a critical uh, election year. And so the Lord brought me back, and I had to have our people try to find this. I remembered that it was at a camp meeting, and I, I could not remember all the details, but I, all I remembered was that Brother Hagan said to us, if we don't pray, because that was in 79, there was an election. That was in July of 79. There was an election in 1980, in November of 1980. And do you know who was elected the November of 1980? Ronald Reagan. All right? And so he said, well, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to read. This says it better than I can say it. So I want to just read some parts of it. And the, and the Lord was saying to me, you need to do the same thing. But, and he said, but if you'll pray, things will turn around. And this is what happened in, in uh, camp meeting of 79. After the final service of camp meeting 79, actually, so then it was after that that he came back and told us. After the final service of camp meeting 79, this and that was in July of 79. Some of the speakers and others went up to, and they went up to our suite because I had hospitality in our suite for sandwiches. As we were talking about the things of God, the Spirit of God kept moving on me. Actually, only three times in my life has the Spirit moved on me in such a measure. I said to the others, let's pray. The Spirit of God keeps moving on me. When we begin to pray by the Spirit, I ministered to each one present. Then I was caught up in the spirit of prayer and intercession. For lack of a better term, I was lost in the Spirit. I was not unconscious, but I was more conscious of spiritual things. Spiritual things were more real to me than the natural. I sat with my eyes shut, praying in tongues for what proved to be several hours. It was just after midnight when we started praying, and I closed my eyes. When it was all over and I opened my eyes, it was after 4 o'clock in the morning. Yet it seemed as if it had been only 10 to 15 minutes. The Lord spoke to me, among other things. He gave me instructions concerning the prayer and healing school, which started that September. And then he said, I saw three things coming up out of the Atlantic Ocean. They look like three giant black frogs as large as whales. One was already in midair. The other two had just stuck their heads up out of the water from the east. I had seen something similar nine years before. Jesus said to me, you saw the same thing in 1970. I told you then exactly what they were, but you didn't do what you should have done about it. I told you back in 1970 to pray for the leaders of the nation. What happened? And that's when Watergate happened. He said, what happened isn't all the fault of the man who was then president. I am going to hold the Christians of this nation responsible. You are the ones who allowed what happened to your nation. If you had prayed about your nation, it never would have happened. I showed you what was about to happen. And he said, go back and check. And this is what he showed him back in 1973, spirits that were coming out of, up on the nation. The first one was a spirit of turmoil that would create riots all across the land. The second concerned the political scene. The third concerned the nation's economic scene. 
Jesus reminded me of those early morning hours after the last service of camp meeting. He said, and he said the same thing back in 1970, I told you that. And he said, you would not have had these disturbances if you had listened to me. Your president would have not made the mistakes he made. In fact, listen to this. I am holding the church responsible for his mistakes. I begin to weep and cry, oh God. Yes, he said, I am holding you and the church responsible. Then he said, when you, when you tell that to some of the Christians, they will laugh. But when they stand before my judgment seat and they receive the condemnation rather than the man who was then president, they won't laugh. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the two-DVD series by Kenneth E. Hagan, Live in the Supernatural. Also in this month's offer is Ken Hagan's CD, You're Not of This World. All this for a special price of $29.95. That's a $4 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We have a January intake, mm-hmm. and if you can't get here for the weekend, you can go uh, there on rbtc.org slash trendsetters, and it tells you all about it. That's right. You can even, uh, you know, ask for a packet to be sent to you, or you can go ahead and register right there online. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll conclude Lynette Hagen's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.